Good night, good evening, wherever you are in divine consciousness, and welcome to the Living in Joy Now broadcast. We are coming in today talking about feelings versus emotions. That's right, beautiful people, feelings versus emotions. We are in every season, happy astrological new year to you and yours, and I wish you ultimate joy and lots of blessings. And so how to live in joy and mind, body, soul alignment in this Aries season is asking us to pay attention to the difference in our feelings, emotions, and our moods. Feelings, emotions, and our moods. So once again, I am so elated that you are downloading and listening to this. And that means that if you are downloading and listening to this, that means you are on your own journey of healing. And kudos to you because you know what that means that you are taking your life and responsibility in your hands. Uh, And before we get into the content of feelings, emotions, and moods, let's get into this disclaimer. This podcast does not provide any medical advice. The information on this podcast, including but not limited to text, graphics, images, and other material contained on this podcast and website that the podcast is hosted on are for informational purposes only. No material on this site is intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, and or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician and other qualified healthcare providers with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new health care regime or using any of the herbal recommendations here and never disregard professional medical advice or delay it in seeking it because of something that you have heard and or read on this podcast and or website host. So once again, thank you for joining the Living in Joy Now podcast with I, Yai, Joyce to some, Rev Joyce to others, holistic herbalist, spiritual life and business coach, interfaith minister, and positive psychology advocate and emotional intelligence coach and advocate as well. So what we are talking about today is feelings versus emotions, feelings versus emotions and moods, right? Because so many times people get it so misconstrued, right? People get it so misconstrued. They think that feelings and emotions and all of that stuff are the same, but there is like a huge difference in between them. People often use feelings and emotions interchangeably. And although they are both very valuable human traits that more humans need to pay closer attention to, pay closer attention to their feelings and pay closer attention to their emotions, there are differences. You know, we just like to use words, but we don't like to really understand that sometimes that Uh, We need to pay attention to the words and how we use the words. And it's very important in our healing journey as well, right? And you need to learn how to to tell the difference between feelings and emotions to have a better understanding of how to have better emotional intelligence for yourself, right? Because one of the things about having a successful and a whole and joyful life is about having divine emotional intelligence. Emotions are better uh, to understand, right, than feelings for a lot of people because a lot of people can really tune in to their emotions, 
emotions um, actually originate in your subcortical region of your brain and the prefrontal cortexes, right? And they cause a reaction to occur to change our physical state, right? That you've heard it, that fight and or flight response that we have when we are faced with danger or any type of stressful situation that you will, you know, experience in life or symptoms or, or any anxieties, heart racing, um, sweating, you know, all of these are, all of these are a form of basic emotions that are ingrained in our genetic codes as human beings, because, you know, Basically, it really helped us to survive. It, it helped our ancestors to survive as a species when they were getting chased by lion, tigers, and bears. Oh my! Right? And so it has helped them to survive when, you know, they were living in close proximity to uh, wilder animals. And however, you can also experience emotions. Uh, you can also experience emotions in so many other ways, right? Emotions are event-driven. So not to get too psychological on you, just know that emotions are event-driven, right? Our primal emotions emerge deep, from our ancient ancestral brain structure. This is why taking the time to heal your ancestors is important, right? Because a lot of these primal emotions come from these deep ancient ancestral brain structures, right? And not from our cerebral cortex, which is associated with our thinking and planning as a human, right? Emotions are are physical and instinctive. This is why that great book, The Body Keeps Score. If you haven't read it, read it, right? Those essential emotions are physical and instinctive. They have been programmed into our genes over many, many years of evolution. And a lot of them are hardwired hardwired in you. And this is why you taking your own personal healing into your hand. While our emotions are complex and, and they, they involve so many physical and cognitive responses. And let me be the first to tell you after so much research and reading and educating myself Listen, science doesn't understand everything, guys. Science doesn't understand everything. Many of it is not well understood, okay? It is not well understood all the time why humans do what they do and why they respond the way that they respond and why they act the way that they act. And I I, I want to reiterate that because sometimes and this consciousness that we are in now as humans 
humans think that there is an answer for everything. And if one thing that this pandemic should have taught all of us as companies are still trying to evolve and improve the vaccination is that we don't have all the answers. We don't have all the answers. And a lot of things in this human experience will be trial and error. And some of the trial and error can be costly versus not costly. But it, it that human beings are winging it. And a lot of human beings just don't want to come to that realization. But even with feelings, emotions, and our moods, we know a lot of information, but a lot of information we don't know. And there is a there is a learning curve. And so you have to be gentle with yourself when you're going through certain feelings and certain emotions and certain moods. This is why self-compassion really matters. Having compassion for yourself, having grace for yourself, because not everything is going to be solved by science. Not everything is going to be solved by your minister, your priest, or your priestess. Not everything is going to be solvable in this earth realm because earth realm is not a perfect existence. That is what the experience here is about. The learning, the growing, and the mistakes. Okay? And so for general purpose... Our emotions are here to produce a specific response in us, right? So say that you were out in the wilderness and the lions, tigers, and bears, oh my, came to you, right? And you instantly like, oh my God, I got to get up out of here. Your emotions can be measured objectively, right? By your blood flow, by your brain activity, by how you're going to move your body, your next move, your facial expressions, your stance, right? And so our emotions are carried out through our limbic system, which is our emotional processing center. So that's why you hear a lot of practitioners, holistic practitioners say that the body keeps score right? This is stuff that our ancestors and shamans and medicine women and medicine doctors have been saying all along, root workers, root doctors have been saying all along, and now science is catching up to it, right? And this means that a lot of times our emotions, because they're coming through this limbic system, okay? doesn't mean that your emotions are always going to be fat or rational or intelligent. Sometimes they can be very irrational, totally illogical. Trust me, I see it and hear it a lot of times in my coaching practice. When people are talking from that space, Uh, they're talking from a very irrational and unreasonable space, a very illogical space, right? And this space, right, 
it, they say it sits behind the uh, neocortex, that part of the brain that deals with conscious thoughts, reasoning, and, and decision-making. That's what they say, right? But our feelings, on the other hand, play out in our heads. They are mental associations and reactions to an emotion, Okay. So our emotions are what? What are they? Emotions give you crucial information. Yay, I heard you say it. I heard you say it. I heard you say it. I'm clapping for you. Emotions give you crucial information about the aspects of the world right? So you can think, so you can reason, so you can learn, so you can decide, should I run from the lions, tigers, and bears? Oh my, right? Or should I interact with them and make the lion, tigers, and bears my friends, right? <laughs> and I don't, you know. So emotion and, and, and feelings are totally, totally different, right? Because your emotions is a physical experience, right? They're a physical experience to your state of awareness that gives you information. And our feelings are things that we should name and know. Name and know. Right, because when you can name a feeling, you can calm yourself down and you can calm your brain down. Right, you can calm yourself down and you can calm your brain down. So it usually goes like this emotion, then feeling, naming it acting on the information the emotion provides, right? Emotion, feeling, naming, and acting on the information that the emotion provides. And I go more in depth in this in my nine week of program about detoxing your emotions, right? Detoxing your emotions. People want to detox their body, but people really need to detox their emotions so that they can live, uh, so that they can live in joy, right? And our mood is dependent on our environment. And a lot of times people be like, what? And I'm like, yeah, your mood a lot of times has nothing to do with your feelings and or emotions. Mood is heavily influenced by your environmental factors. Some people's moods change with the weather. Some people mood change when some other people come around them, right? You know, some people don't like, um, you know, the rain or thunder, you know? Okay. So like for me, thunder, listening to the sound of thunder is so uh, invigorating and so Beautiful. I'd love to listen to it. I absolutely love to listen to it. I love to listen to the sound of rain and thunder. It just gets me in such a a nice mood. I actually just feel like 
running around and dancing. And some other people can listen to rain and it makes them sad. And they're like, you're listening to the rain and the thunder, you know? And then there's certain types of rain sounds and ocean sounds that'll just drift me off to sleep, right? So moods are more generalized. They're, they, they are not tied. Your mood is not tied to a specific incident. I know because people say, oh, that messed up my mood. No, 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 no. They're not tied to a specific incident, but it's a collection of inputs. So it's like you, you've been, your mind has been taking photos of a collection of incidences all throughout that day. And the, it just so happens that the last incident that you experience, that photo pair it with all of the other photos that your mind took of that day, then in turn switched your mood. But your mood is a collection. It is, a, it is an actual collection of inputs. Mood is heavily influenced by, like I said, your environment, right? Also, mood is heavily influenced by what you have been eating. Mind, body, soul connection. You know, I was going to get that in there right? Mood is also heavily influenced by how you've been exercising. Mind, body, soul connection. You know, I have to fit that in there, right? And uh, your mental state. What do I mean by mental state? Your your, Your mood is influenced by your mental state. It's influenced by what you are focusing on, right? You are focusing on that adverse thing, that is making your mood feel in the way that it feels. You are focusing on that adverse thing that is making yourself feel in that way that you feel, right? And finally, you know, your your current emotion, right? So your emotion plays a small part, but it's not the real big picture of moods. Moods can last minutes, Moods can last hours. Moods can even last, um, you know, moods can last even um, days in, 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 in even weeks. But it's essential in understanding the difference between emotion, feelings, and moods. Why? Why is it essential? Knowing the essentials of emotion, feelings, and moods is essential in us breaking them down, right? And because we have to be able to break them down so that we can so that we can process them, so that we can deal with them, right? So, let's do a recap. Emotions are your immediate physical response to your perceived stimulus your perce- your perception of the environment. That's why I say to people, you, if you ever heard that statement, your perception is your reality, right? Your body has a, a reaction. Things are released in our bodies that last about six seconds. Emotions are here to help us adapt to the world around us, really to help us with the lion, tigers, and bears and the threats and things like that. Really, your emotions just give your mind, body, and soul just some really 
raw ass data about the world that's going on around us and is essential for our our functions. This is why knowing and having emotional intelligence is so important because it is essential to our functioning. Feelings are a combination of physical and mental sensations that arise from your internalization of those emotions. That's right. That's right. You internalize those emotions. You internalize those emotions. And therefore, now you have those feelings. And feelings are are cognitive, right? They are, feelings are, have you ever had like a hero sandwich in New York? Okay. Have you ever been to New York? And have you ever been to the bodega? And you went and you had a hero sandwich and they saturated in the oil and vinegar, right? They just put so much oil and vinegar on the sandwich. And that when you open the sandwich, right? You open the wrapper, you got the white wrapper, you see the oil coming out of it. It's saturated. So good. So bad for you. But so New York, right? Or just like when you get a bagel and they put the butter on it, right? The butter is oozing out of the bagel and is oozing out like your whole bag is saturated with your butter, right? Feelings are saturated emotions. That's what feelings are. It got got so much oil, got so much butter, got so much grease. You know, you done greased it. You done greased them emotions up, boo. They juicy now. Juicy, juicy, juicy. And so because they juicy, 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 and they saturated, right? Now they're feelings. And feelings um, are how we begin to make meaning. We try to make meaning. God bless, God bless the humans, right? God bless the humans. Because this is what the humans do. The humans want to put feeling behind everything. Oh, I feel, I feel, and I feel, and I, oh, oh my gosh, and I need to know why. Oh my God, Jan, I need to know why. Jan, why, Jan? Why, why, why? Why Paulie did it, Jan? Why? Right? And we, we, so our feelings are how we begin to make meaning. Because you, because for some reason, I don't, I don't know why humans do this. Humans, a lot of times, can't accept that some things have no meaning, right? Some things absolutely have no meaning behind it, and you know, being a very in tune to spirit person, and people come to me for spiritual counseling, coaching, and. You know, and I tap into the realm and it's like, it has no meaning at all. People can't accept that. So then they try to apply meaning to it, which is so uh, such a dangerous thing. But humans do that, right? They want to apply meaning to it because for some reason in the human consciousness, allowing things to just be and that it just is, it just is. What do you mean it just is? Like I said, it just is. But no, what do you mean it just is? Like I said, it just is. For some reason, humans have this thing that they can't accept the just is. Feelings are, you know, cognitive. Uh, Like I said, and they're saturated. They're saturated. They're saturated. 
uh, emotions. And because we keep adding all this oil and adding all the butter and we just don't want to accept that it just is. Because in just is, you don't have to react. But humans feel that they have to react. They have to react. They have to pay attention. They have to react. And, you know, and so our feelings help us to react to our quote unquote perceived threats or act on opportunities as well. Right. Like you're like, I feel this is going to be a good job opportunity for me. Woohoo! And I'm going to go and I'm going to take it. And so, you know, you take the opportunity and then, you know, humans three months later, oh my gosh, I hate this job. Right. So that's why I say feelings are not always facts because, you know, our feelings to be false because humans, humans are so wishy-washy. Like one day is good and one day is not. That's why a lot of marriages and relationships uh, don't work because they, a lot of people don't want to see that feelings aren't facts and that feelings can be false a lot of times. Right. And so just, and a lot of times they react over what is a perceived threat or over, they react over something that didn't necessarily need a reaction at all. And we're acting on all of this emotional data from our ancestors. It's a very ancestral thing, a lot of it. You know, it's a very ancient thing. And this is why ancestral healing is so important so that you like, you know, you're reprogramming this data that you don't always have to argue. You don't always have to respond. You don't always have to have, uh, you know, you don't always have to be jealous, right? And so that's where healing work comes in. Right. Because when you when you are going through the feeling of jealousy, right. When you're going through that emotion of jealousy, the feeling is really you're feeling low self-worth. Right. When you're going through that emotion of being clingy or controlling, what that really is, the feeling of you're feeling fear of abandonment. Right. When you're going through that emotion of you need reassurance that it's okay to take that step, always need reassurance, always reassuring, uh, reassurance seeking. You are scared. That feeling is scared. You're, you're scared to trust that they care about you. You, you, you just, you just feel absolutely, absolutely scared. Right. And then. When you're abs- when you're going through that emotion of always checking in to see if that temperature is right, always checking in to see how they feel, always checking in all the time, that you know uh, that emotion of always checking in a lot. A lot of times, what you're feeling is worried. You're worried that they're going to be upset. You're worried. You're worried that they're going to be upset with you. You're worried that you're going to do something wrong. That feeling that you're going through is you know those feelings of worry. You're going through those worry. You know the emotions of being overly sensitive. That's the feeling of fear. A lot of what they say overly sensitive is feeling of fear. You feel fear that your your words and your actions are are not going to be embraced or that people or somebody is really not going to love you based off of, you know, of your oversensitiveness, right? So, when we're dealing with when we're dealing with emotions, when we're dealing with our feelings and we're dealing with our moods, you know, which our moods is a mix of feelings and emotions as we go through our day, 
a mood is basically it's a semi-permanent mental, physical, and emotional state because moods have a little bit of all of those things, but moods are really, the core of a mood is your environment, but a mood is semi-permanent. It also is another semi-permanent, you know, thing, right? And again, a lot of times um, people just don't get that, right? They just don't, they don't get that there, a a lot of these things are just semi-permanent. And what happens is that instead of making these emotions, these feelings, these moods, a semi-permanent thing, uh, people lean into it, which is, it's great to lean into your emotions and your feelings and go through them. But sometimes people lean into it a little bit too much. They lean into it just a little bit too much and they start to ruminate and they start to rehash and they, and it doesn't do their mind any good because they're actually creating in themselves a PTSD response. And this is why it's always important to make sure that you're working with a therapist, a coach and a counselor, because sometimes yes, self-healing is great and self-healing is good. But if it is causing you to, uh, the work that you do to cause you to be paralyzed and to, and that you are triggering yourself on not doing the work, right? You you need to talk to somebody, right? And, you know, all of them are important. Our emotions help keep us safe. Our feelings help us to process the world. Our moods, um, you know, our moods help us to differentiate between threats and opportunities. Uh, our moods help us to process emotion and feelings, you know, um, you know, and our moods help us to stay in alignment and attuned to what we need to do and what we need to handle in our lives, right? So emotions, feelings, and moods, knowing the difference, understanding your emotions and feelings, when you understand your emotion and feelings and your moods, you'll feel less overwhelmed by them. You know, naming your feelings and understanding the function of all of your emotions and all of your feelings and exploring your feelings, you know. And that is something that we go through in. You know, the healing your emotions, you know, detoxing your emotions so that you can live in ultimate joy is something that, you know, we go through in our course. You can check it out on the website, yaijoyce.com. Also, look out on the Patreon for information about detoxing your emotions as well. Uh, so there's so many different resources out here. And you can also book one-on-one coaching with me or someone that you trust at yayujoyce.com. But making sure that you know that emotional intelligence is being smarter with our feelings. And when we are emotionally intelligent, we can really go live a life of joy. Because we're not letting our emotions, our feelings, and our moods dictate our lives. 
we are taking control over them. And to have a life of joy and to have a life of success, we have to take control over our feelings, over our emotions, over our moods, and know how to work with them and know how to assess them and know how to use them to our advantage. But what happens is that most human beings take these tools and use it to their disadvantage to further, you know, bring non-healing to themselves. So I pray that this information has blessed you and filled your life with joy and grace. And if this podcast has blessed you, filled your life with joy and grace, please consider joining their Patreon so that it can allow for us to bring better quality podcasts and get better quality equipment and, you know, add all the bells and whistles to the podcast, like music and things of that nature. So thank you so much for listening. Have a beautiful and blessed and living enjoy day. And here is to you taking the time to go through and learn the difference between feelings, emotions, and moods.